0: Sorry, is explaining Sefer and uh, having explained that idea of the progression of three to seven to twelve, which uh, is a big uh, foundation in Sefer Yetzirah, I explain everything, in all the different dimensions, Hashem created things progress in that sequence. So now we saw there were three different areas we spoke of development we spoke about. The one is in place, the second is in time, and the third one is in people. And they're called Olam Shon of Benefesh. And now, so going back to quoting Sephiroth, this is the beginning of the fifth parable of Sephiroth. And Sephiroth is a very esoteric line. It says Hashem is Talib Olam. What he, he hangs in the world is Kemalach al It's like a king sitting on his throne, That's in place. And when it comes to time, galgal Bashana, the orbit of the planets in time is kamelech from a That's like a king in his country. And Lev b'nefesh, the heart in a person is like a It's like a king in battle. So you have a king on his throne, a king in the country, and a king in battle. And that refers to the idea of how Hashem relates to space, time, and people, which obviously needs explanation. What does it mean? So the first thing he explains was that Hashem was by he hung in the world. So he explains the Kuzari, totally Hashem, a tiny is the Arabs is the Arabic word for it. And in other words, the place that the, the concept that Hashem created, and we can, can relate to in each of these things, is a different way how, how we see Hashem as a man, and therefore. When he talks about the first one, that is when you see a Kaddish Baruch in the world, it's like a Malech al Kisek, like a king on his throne. So, the Qizari explains it, Ram is well, Erema Seichel. That refers to our ability to understand, but which is by understanding. The things which can't be seen, we have to relate to it by understanding. Just like anything, which we know exists and we can relate to by appreciating how it works, even if we can't necessarily visualize it. And if that's the case, we're talking about the fact that Hashem is the creator of space in the Olam, so we can come to an understanding logically, or maybe even a proof that it must have been Hashem created the world, and therefore the way Hashem, so to speak, we can come to to an understanding of Him, an appreciation of Him in the world, is, he calls that like, with the Olam The Olimaseichel, in space, we don't see an ongoing, so to speak, visible crew of a Kadesh around in the world. And that's what he calls the Melech Al uh, Simply, he's going to explain it more himself later, but simply that means this when the king is in his throne, so the commoner doesn't see him. The, king, the throne room is only for those. People close to the king or those ministers who need to speak to him. And even though that's where the king is issuing directions, giving laws, whatever it might be, which are affecting everybody, but it's only because they're aware of the the laws of the king's past or the instructions that he's given, it's not that they have any connection or any first hand interaction with him. And therefore he says this, that the way that Hashem runs the world is like a Marechal Kissing, which means you can see. You can see from the way the world runs, that is the creator. But that doesn't show us, a, doesn't, it doesn't bring us to an ability to experience or to perceive the creator. It's just an awareness of it. And that's like we said, an awareness that the citizens have of their king who is in his throne room, but that doesn't necessarily interact with them. it doesn't have exposure to him. This means, like, we see nature and how things work, and they're all orchestrated, like, in an amazing way. Right. So we know there's a creator. Right, exactly. But we can't see the creator. Right. Okay, that's the first one. That's we, the matter. We have a concept, though, that he might be a benevolent king if his lord are kind, or that he's a just king. That's if right? the Fair enough. But that's, Again, that's not a knowledge of directly of him. It's knowledge about him. Yeah. And uh, that's what he calls the connection to a king in his orchestra. So, those things that We can understand them, we can make sense to us, but we can't, like I so said, make sense them. Or it's Galgal, when he talks about the second level, which is in time, and it talks about the orbits of the planets, the orbits of the world, it's Galgal the way that the Galgal around the sun and everything as it turns during the course of the day or the course of the, the, the year, whatever it might be, and the field that you study with has different parts of the year. Are in a system, in a cycle, but they, they all come in turn as the world turns on its annual evolution. And that's something which he says is something we can see more clearly, because here it's not just a, a, an awareness that there must have been a creator, here something that person can sense the concept of creation, and this is something which needs to be explained a little bit, but, and that is that in the realm of time, so there we can see more clearly the Creator working then in the realm of space, and that's why it says here is like mayor Medina. The mayor Medina means the kings in the country. And therefore, when he's not locked away in the throne room. He's, he's in the he's, he's in the country. Then it's a time when everybody can see him. It means he's more visible. And therefore, in, in in time, so to speak, a person can relate or appreciate Hashem more, see what he's doing more, and even relate to him more than in more than in space. Now, that's interesting because that's what we say every day in the When you want to prove, Hashem <speaking in Hebrew> is v'khalish v'khali yahutubi v'khali yahutubi v'khali yahutubi that HaKadosh Baruch is renewing creation the whole time. We see it in time, we don't see it in space. In other words, the objects that have existed in the world, we don't see a renewal. The, the furniture which we say yesterday here today. The trees which are yesterday are here today. The people which are yesterday are pretty much here today as well. So we don't see anything dramatic which shows us renewal in place. Whereas when it comes to time, then of course, that's what you see every day. There's a system which keeps changing around. And therefore, when we're going to talk about where we makir, we recognize that HaKadosh is, uh, Baruch Hu is actively involved in running the world, we bring the right from time. Hashem moves time. And therefore, how the sun rises and the sun sets and how the days change, That that's a, a much clearer uh, way to relate to, to understand there are Polish protocols in the picture and that's why he says the second level what he calls the Galgal is like the man from Medina that's where the king isn't distant in his uh, throne room and no one has access to him here he's in the Medina where people can see him and therefore people are much more aware of. there's another point too, and that is that when it comes to when it comes to Hashem changing the system, we are going to say like that, but recall in other words clearly, creating a nest, now doing something different to the normal system. So then, once again, there could be times that the Nisim, which changed the space, changed things, objects which exist in the world, the were Nisim like that, There were Nisim like that, which is Yamsul, awesome. exactly, and things like that, Hashem changed physical things which exist, and the Nisim in time. In time, I'm not talking about the big myth in time, like Hashem moves the sun around, or stops the sun, or whatever it is, but the uh, Nisim in time, which means things change in different times. So yesterday it was like this, and today it's changed. And it be, there will be no logical reason for that, that, but uh, if we say, Hashem is that there's a renewal every day, <coughs> so then things can change every day. For example, and uh, that's something which we can see much more easily. And then from Hashem's point of view, it's If you're going to say it, and again, in a colloquial term, it's much less of a nest for him to do. In other words, to cause a change which we can attribute to a change in time, rather than a change in in space. So let me give you an example. The fact that uh, something inanimate, which means something which time doesn't have an effect on, changes from one day to the next, we would see that as a tremendous nest. Something that... Inanimate, would change from one day to the next day, on its own, we'd see that as a nest, because that doesn't happen. It means Hashem is changing an object that you created, and objects don't change. Therefore, if we would see something which changes, we would, we would see that Hashem is openly, so to speak, doing a nest. Whereas something which is subject to time and changes in time, we don't see that as such a nest. So for example, let me just give a simple example of what I mean, Let's take an animal object. You take a rock, and you come back tomorrow, and you see that in come, the rock that was here yesterday, uh, Today you have, you have something else, you have sand. So there's no reason for it to the a big rock turned into sand. it would be something which would strike us as miraculous, you have no explanation for that. And it's not subject to time, so the only change would be in the, in the physical nature of the thing. If that's the case, if it's in the other direction. If today's rock come tomorrow would be a diamond, we'd we'll also be surprised. That doesn't normally happen, things don't change. In the way Hashem created the world, in its physical, in other words, the objects in the world, now, if you think about it, when it comes to people or things which are alive, so that's something which we don't see as strange. In other words, if a person today is sick with whatever illness it is, and then tomorrow they recover, they're better. So, a change is taking place. Except, since it's something which is subject to time, so now we can give explanations for it. And that is, it's a process. And, uh, and then, within with time, a person can change, a person can recover. We can even explain to how that happens. But really, what's happening is it's a change in time. It's not a, a has caused something to change because this is the time when a it's going to change. It's a change. change over time. It's a change because of the time. That's the point I wanted to explain. There's a Gemara which has Never a Desire. The Gemara talks about illnesses which strike a person. And the apostle calls illnesses <laughs> the illnesses which are bad, but they're They're reliable. So you can talk about a bad illness, we understand very well what that means. What's a reliable illness? What, what what makes an illness reliable? So the Gemara explains that Hashem gave the illness a certain amount of time that could affect the person. And when the time of their time is up, then they have to leave, and the person has to recover. So depending on the time, the Gemara says the Hashem gave the, the illness ability that or decided that person is going to be sick. They'll be sick, and you can be seriously sick too. But and if it was decreed on the person that they're not going to recover from the sickness, so they'll remain sick as long as they're alive. But if Hashem gave a limit to how long they're going to be sick for, twenty four hour flu. Or something like that, whatever it's going to be, then as bad as it was, it's going to go away. Which means Hashem gave the illness time. And then things change when their time is up, it doesn't surprise us as much. Things which are subject to time and therefore will change at different times, that we, that we understand. And if they come back to what the Khazari says, What's easy, it's, what we call medina. it's easier to see Hashem's interaction with things which are subject to time and then the way that things change with given time we, we can understand more simply the system how that works than when talking about objects which are just the physical objects which aren't subject to time and therefore we don't expect them to change and therefore we don't see as clearly we aren't aware of as clearly Hashem's involvement with them because we don't see a change in them because okay, so that's the second part and now we get to the third part the Sefer Yitzir says that the leiv, the person's heart, is like a man of is like a king in battle. What does that mean? So the Kuzari explains the a the heart of a person who tries to rule over his body. And then, if that's okay, the case, that it presents itself as a king of milchamah. He's going to explain. And all these three things that we can see, chachma. One can see the same concept as one Hashem, whether they're looking in the terms of space of time or people, but which means the difference between how Hashem presents himself or how we're aware of him in different mediums is just based on the different forms of creation that they are. The is what the Ramban calls the building blocks of creation, and therefore creation of space, of time, of people will just reflect or show differently how HaKadosh Baruch is in control. And therefore, Therefore, he's talking about HaKadosh Baruch as being in control in the spiritual sense of how the world, of everyone she created in this world is like the king on his throne. And therefore, we said before, in our perspective it means that we don't have a, a direct connection. We're just aware of what he's doing. But the second point also, and now we're talking from Hashem's point of view. When Hashem wants things to Change in the physical, in the spiritual world. So when the king is on his throne, he has his cadre of servants around him who understand him, and therefore it's just a remez or a, one word was enough for him to understand what he wants. A small hint yes, will be enough for him to know what he wants to do. by servants who recognize him. He doesn't have to do anything dramatic. A, a click of the fingers or one word command, that then understood what he wanted. And therefore, the, the process of creation is The process of creation was Hashem said, and it happened. Which means it didn't do anything more than that. When you're talking about the Melech uh, Kisa, which means that the servants who who are the ones who are close to the King and, and know Him and understand Him, are around Him. So then, a the way that Hashem interacts with them is as a king in a way which is very, very brief, very succinctly, understand the message. When it comes to time, When it comes to dealing with time and how, like we said, everything changes in time, that's like a king in the country, When he wants to lend himself to the public, he doesn't know him as well, and therefore, because he has to show himself in all different parts of the of the country, of his kingdom, he has to show every part of his how his membership how his, his his government runs, so everyone understands what he's doing. And therefore, it's clearer to see. The way that Baruch Hu acts and shows us how things change. In in the sense of time, that's something which is, isn't as as uh, hidden like I said it's necessary because that way the people who aren't as close so to speak can understand it as well and when it comes to people we consider like a king at war why? And this is an interesting point because we're talking about people a person is conflicted and there's a kaya khashem created in the world of a kaya khafra and therefore a person is pulled in two directions there's an internal battle going on in the person between bad and between so how and, and Exactly. And if that's the case, so the way that the person in himself is aware of, so to speak, the concept of Hashem is the force which is trying to or which is trying to connect to to do what's right and overcome the enemy. And therefore the awareness of Hashem inside the person is as a man, Muhammad. as a king who's going to battle against against the other side of the person. And then he, the person, is the soldier who's in, involved in the combat. And therefore, you the Which side of the soldier run? That's the question. Exactly, It depends on the person. It depends on the person. And therefore, you see, the person has tried to, to strengthen the side of one, the one he's close to and overcome his enemy. The Chochmah if you're talking about Hashem's Chochmah, it's not a different Chochmah. It's not like there's more Chochmah in how Hashem runs the planters and how Hashem created an ant, it's, we see Hashem's chokhmah in everything. What makes the planets different is because whatever the the, the materials which make up planets, the only one who can put them together is Hashem. It's too big and it's of different nature that people can't create planets. So we see Hashem in the planets because we don't know and no one else can create planets. And when it comes to living things, so Hashem creates living things out of a out of ingredients which can be affected by different things, and therefore Just like a person can be therefore be subject to changes based on physical outside factors like the heat, the cold, the weather, whatever it's going to be, and a person relates to change like that. So same thing on the spiritual level. A person can relate to what's going on around him and can change himself. Now, that's that's like we said, it's it's the same. When Hashem created everything, except He created some things, like inanimate things, without their receptors to change. They re, they remain the way Hashem created them, and He created some things with with the, with the natural tendency to change. Like like but people who have that ability to 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 change, and therefore, once they're ability the to change, then they can the is then their lifespan is limited to something which can't change, can't die. Anything inanimate, whether it's the sea, whether it's rocks, whether it's anything else which is inanimate, can't die. There's plants? Plants? Plants are living. They're not living in the same way people are living, but they're living. They grow, they suck nutrients, they breathe and the way plants breathe and then they die. They but don't have any internal battles. They don't have any the same system of, of, of how, they, how their body works that we do, but it's definitely a living thing A plants and therefore plant is also subject to change. Mm-hmm. It starts as a seed, it grows into a tree, it produces fruit, and eventually it dies. And that's going to happen because anything living, which means is affected by outside factors, is eventually going to die. Anything Hashem created as something which is not affected by outside factors, is not going to die. And then also can't change. And therefore the, he says, he made it, in the system Hashem built, there's a difference between what he calls nephesh, things which are alive, and things which are built to turn out alive, but perhaps the only difference is that the way or the, the way that they were created and therefore what they're able to do. It doesn't change the fact that there's a different creator for each kind. Like he says, because we see the chachma of Hashem and And the proof that he's to here we've given this number of times, and that is one could argue, maybe there's different creators. Maybe there's one creator for living things. And he can, he's restricted to creating things which are alive and therefore things which can grow and develop and change in time. And there's a different creator for inanimate things. And if that's the case, then anything which stays the same and never changes, it comes from a different source. And the answer to that, said many times, is what the Gavara really says. And that is, why would a creator create something which he himself is reliant on something, some other, something else to make to, to give it existence or to give it what it needs? If I'm a creator, and I can create what I want, ones, then I'm definitely going to create something which I can control. But to create something which it needs, something which I can't provide it with, would be very stupid. It would be like I was in the MashaAllah, the Hub deal, if you have two competing car companies. And the one company made cars in a way where the components of the cars can only be made by the other company. It would be a extremely stupid thing to do. Because it means that you're creating something which you yourself can't really do anything with you're right in something else which you can't control. It would be a very stupid way to do something. And the something over here. Being as the world is created in such a way that let's say anything alive needs the inanimate parts of the world to live. The, all the plants need the ground to anchor them. Or every, every living animal needs air. Needs water. Whatever it's going to be. So then for a creator so to speak to create an entire system which is dependent on things which he can't create and he can't control is a very stupid thing to do. And therefore, he says the Chacham is one. If we see that everything in the world beats and needs everything else, so then it must be there's one Creator who therefore can provide everything necessary because he can create it all. All the differences? So that's the point he wants to get to. The differences are just in being as Hashem wants to create different things, so he creates them in different ways. But it doesn't show a difference in the Creator Himself. So that's the Echad okay, side. And therefore, what the service here says Hashem is sometimes like a Melech from al sometimes like a Melech from Medina and sometimes like a Melech from Melchama is based in the medium is how we see Hashem and it's an interesting point because when you say when it comes to the person Hashem is like a Melech from Melchama because the person is two sides to him and therefore you can see is what Hashem wants him to do as the instruction to be a certain way right, and he has a tendency to try to be not like that and therefore there's a conflict The conflict only exists in the world of people in the world as, it's, as a world there's no conflict no one sees Hashem as a Menach from Muhammad running the world. There's nothing fighting him. On the contrary, the world Hashem runs is, is he's a king and the only king. Not that, a, he's running everything that he wants. It's only when it gets to the person that there's a conflict. And therefore, he sees the two sides Hashem is, uh, is going to battle against the other side, which is trying to make him do other things. Now, if that's the okay, case, so you come to a very interesting point. And that is, if a person therefore thinks logically, I have the ability to be a Tariq, to be Hashem. Or is that better in the words of the Midrash to be Mamlech Hashem? To, uh, that's for, what that means, to be Mamlech Hashem? Yes. Yeah. To see Hashem as the Melech over me too. or person personal king. Right? Or a person. A personal A personal person. A personal person. The opposite. And you can choose to ignore Hashem and be Mamlech. He his says, it's a And that's what's leading him. Now, if a person looks at everything else in the prayer, and he says, well, I look at the world, and Hashem is the Melech. And I look at nature and Hashem is a Melech. I look at everything else in the world and Hashem is the And now it comes to me and I have the option. Am I going to choose Hashem as my Melech too or not? So it's, it's incongruous. How can it be that the entire B'riah has a Melech, and now you finding a different way to run you? A different force to run you? And therefore there's that same realization that in every other area, I see that Hashem, was, Hashem is in control. And there's no dispute about that. So then, the, the, the most logical understanding is, when it comes to a person, Hashem is in control too. It's part of the whole system He both has to be in control there also. That's uh, assuming the person sees that there's a, a God in the world. Of course. We're talking about a person who, who has already been to the first part of the Khazari, and therefore he's been proved that there must be a Creator. And now there can't be a disparity between the person and everything else if it's all one Creator. And that's just like Hashem is the Melech everywhere else. Then, in, in, in within the person, the too. The Ani Chedeshina, as Rabbi Shal Tzanantavis used to say, is that this is where it's difficult. To be Mamlech Hashem on the world is easy because there isn't really another option. To be Mamlech Hashem on oneself is more difficult because there is that Melchoma and there is another side. That's why Rabbi Shal famously used to say that people can be Mamlech Hashem on Shemaim, and everything in the prayer, and if I to be Mamlech Hashem on them. Because that's the and that's where the Ani Peshmer is a challenge. As I as a challenge, it's the Mamech Hashem on oneself. But it, it, when, if one can do that, then, it, then it, it fits into everything else in the system. Everything else that Hashem is in control of, so now it makes sense that Hashem is in control of me too. Okay, so that's the that's he the, the says. Now, the other point he says is that even though the nature of things has changed that eventually they die. Things which aren't fixed and therefore are subject to change won't live forever. But then I to create a system that whatever dies gets replaced, so that the world will continue to function. And therefore, only living things can create, yeah. Anything inanimate can't create more. And it doesn't need to. The same, the same sea and the same mountains and the same air is the essence of It's not going anywhere, nothing can change. And therefore, there's no reason for it to create more seas or more stones or more anything else. Original, the original ones are still going to stay, stay and continue to do what they do. Whereas something which is subject to change and therefore it, the object, is going to die, so the Hashem is has to create a way for it to reproduce itself. So if it dies, the, 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 there will be more of the same to maintain the, to maintain that concept, that species. And that's why it says the time we finish them off, except for the Hashem created that. And that's the system of male and female, which in orders the men, the species, to survive, even if the individuals are going to no longer be there. And therefore, but Wouldn't it have been wiser, though, if a uh, species. We'll still talk about that, he'll get there. Uh, now, but the it seems to is, make more sense as far as the ability to survive as a, as a species. Would it make more sense? We're going to see. We're going to see, he's going, going to talk about that. And therefore, the, now the question is, was that always meant to be the case? In other words, that's once before there was a gazera of mercy in the world, before other missions are there, when there wasn't a concept that things had to die, so was there a necessity to have children? Or well, could the same people, have just started after forever, and they would have done the job people need to do. So it's interesting. It seems to be a discussion in Chazal about this point. There's a, there's a study in the Gemara, as Josh Lakesh says, that it's not for the various that uh, the rishon did, or maybe that the Kaisal did at the time of the uh, the Hazard, and therefore the Arabasa lived forever, so we wouldn't have been born, because there wouldn't have been a need for more people. That's uh, one opinion of the Gemara, but it's for sure other opinions as well, and that is that there was, uh, it's true that the fact that there are more people replaces people who, a previous star, the next star replaces the previous one, but the master, even without that, there was still a mockum for for. There to be more people, even 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 without the fact that uh, there would be a concept that uh, people die and therefore an need to be replaced. And the proof of that is the opinion that holds that Kain and, kind and have a were born even before the very bad immersion. And were, even before, there was a concept of Mesa and uh, kind and he already had children, which means there was already a concept of continuing uh, or creating more people as well. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, but there's a limited number of, of neshamas. Neshamas, yeah. Right. The question regarding neshamas was, if there would have only been other nations, would we say he had all the nishamas? and would there be any reason for more or not? Do you say it's not even with that? There would still have been a reason to say more people, and it would have brought down more individual nishamas. Okay, so that's the point I want to explain. And that is how we see Hashem as the Melech in all different dimensions. Even though the, the, the way it comes out in different dimensions is different. The one that comes out is something which is clear, such as in the world, and the one that comes out is something which is the result of Emin khamah which is how much Hashem is the Melech over a person. But the medium is different, but the Israeli is the same. And that is, we see in all of these areas that, that we, we went to see that Rakhodesh Barakh is the Melech, he's the one who's creating it and, and running But that's that. Based on tomorrow, we'll see you guys later and give more clear examples of this idea of how things can change based on the medium, even though that's not coming from Russia.